welcome back to episode seven of the Out of Home podcast with Jess and Ben. Today we have a fantastic guest on the show. It's none other than Chris Hindley from, I've said that right, right? Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> uh, good start. Um, and you are the founder and CEO of Rumting and Ginting, which Indeed. are, yeah, awesome gin and rum brands thank um, you yeah, so morning, thanks. morning 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 um so yeah thanks for coming on the show thank you thanks for the invite it's all right um because we wanted to get you on um to to speak to us about the the brands you've got two really cool um brands that you've it's launched nice you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that are very good by the way i've tried and tested them <laughs> so obviously we've known each other for a couple of years now it's yeah. gone really fast um but yeah, tell us a bit more for people at home that don't know about the two brands and yeah. how it came about. Yeah, cool. It was, um, well, going back to when I first started work, I, I left school and started work at 15 and I was like, in um, I've become partner of a business, a manufacturing business, mm-hmm. electrical, so I was like an electrician basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great business, done it for like 10, 20, you know, 15, 20 years and um I don't know, I think just inside me, I'm like, is this it? You know, is it, you know, when you hit 40, I'm 42 now, and it's, you're thinking, ah, oh, you know, there's got to be something more, and I was just not, not bored, but felt like I could just add something, and um, ginseng really came around as a bit of a fluke. It was never planned, it was, um, it was uh, a drunken decision, to be fair. <laughs> the best decision. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, it's, um, we, I've, uh, where I live now, we built a man cave in the back garden, and it's like the dogs. And um, we'd be in there drinking with my neighbour till early hours in the morning. Um, through playing rugby, we'd have beers and that in the dark uh, after the game, and then you eat, and then you're stuffed, and you can't be drinking beer. So I was told, you know, gin and tonic's the best drink in the world. Tried it, hated it. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, got back to the bar, and we just like mixing gins and I had different cordials and stuff like that. And I thought, I want to make my own gin. And it was literally two or three o'clock in the morning. I walked in, I said to the missus, I'm going to make my own gin. She's like, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was, it's sort of, that's what triggers me then to start. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for it. So the next day, fortunately, Mur the Business makes equipment to spray glue on packaging. Mm-hmm. And we was working at a distillery. Mm-hmm. So I thought, there's my first port of call. What do I need to do? Um, but... Not being um, blinded to the market, you know, the gin market was huge then. There's 3,000 distilleries. Wow. Um, so to shine, mm-hmm. you, you've got to have something, you know, good about you sort of mm-hmm. thing. So going back to the rugby side of it, uh, I used to play rugby with like 20-year-olds. And um, I remember going into the training session the one day I was standing there and I says, think about bringing out a gin brand. I says, uh, it's a gin thing. And I thought, they're either going to rip me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, and then they're all like, yeah, it's wicked. You know? I was like, right, we're using that name. Get straight on to trademark. Get that sort. When was it that you had the idea? What, 2017. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, the plan was just just to be like bare on commercials. It was like, make a pallet with 600 bottles, I'd 600 bottles. And if I sold them in a year, I'd cover my beer money. Yeah. And I think that approach to this. Sort of that laid back approach has helped me out as I'll go on to further down the line. But it was uh, literally we made 600 bottles, learning in between just going, I'll make a bottle of gin. The legal side of it was huge, you know, we had to have HMRC around the house. 
we had to get all different licenses, you know, because there's duty involved. Of and yeah. I wouldn't bore you with that. But, um, and zero budget, you know. Yeah. So it cost me, I think it's like 15 grand to start it mm-hmm. for, for this. And it was a bit of a question to the missus. I said, you know, can, do you mind me spending our money on this, you know? Yeah. Any idiot in the world will be able to sell the gene eventually, so we'll get the money back. Yeah. But, yeah. So, come through it, uh, set up like the Instagram, the Facebook, because that was my only reach into the world, you know, to mm. tell people. Um, done a Shopify page, thirty quid a month, you know, yeah. all very basic stuff. And then the pallet arrived, um, which was May the Star Wars Day. May the fourth. <laughs> May the fourth be yeah, with you. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, in 2018, and then we launched it. Uh, so we had, I've been building hype, you know, counting down, and all my. Now I've learned from, especially you guys and other people, <laughs> about marketing. Nothing then was in line. It was just <laughs> random. Chris with a bottle of gin, you know. It was just yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they la- we launched it, and the first pallet went within 21 days. Wow. So we're like shit. Yeah. This is like we could potentially on for something, here. yeah. So, made another pallet and um, started to, things like a uh, bit of marketing side of it was like a bit of competition, free bottle. It used to yeah. kill me to give a bottle of gin away. <laughs> now I'll just give it to everyone, you know. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you should have said that, everyone. I'm messaging you now. But yeah, so it, it just naturally grew, and I'd sort of finish my normal day job, or I'd be at my normal work, mm-hmm. my other business and I'd hear ching ching and it would be orders coming through and oh, it was, I, I used that. to come home and pack a bottle of gin I used to love it you know and um, yeah so we, we just gradually built upon that more and more socials and of an evening I'd, I'd try and make myself do three or four phone calls to like local wholesalers and pubs and mm-hmm. quite quickly realising in the UK well in England well yeah UK I suppose Pub world is run by chains, you know, yeah. and the, there is independence out there, but you think, oh, I'll try that one then. You're like, I oh, know I'm into a chain of 100 pubs and you have to go through a system to get into it, a tender and stuff. Mm. This is all me learning from it. Um, but you used to contact different wholesalers and go, please just try it. You know, I'll send you a bottle. And mm. then, you know, it, it's hard to convince the public to go and try your gin when there's another load of gins there and it's, a, it's more expensive, say, than others and stuff. Yeah. So... The characteristics behind the gin, because this is what we first started with, was just ginting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was quite keen on making sure there's no sugar in it. Um, I'd heard and, and experienced in it, you know, there's a lot of gin liqueurs coming through, like 16%. And when you're paying full price for that and you're not feeling a bit wizzy, yeah, it goes against the grain, doesn't it? So it was yeah. like, you know, 42.5%, which is the ABV of it. Wow. Yeah, so it works. I know, it does have tried it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, but so then, like, that's really from idea to... It was like, because there was nothing dependent on it, like my mortgage and stuff like that, the brand come across as though it didn't have to work and it weren't the be-all and end-all. And really, I'm not trying to sell, I don't know, say a hoodie or trainers... Mm-hmm. This is a bottle of gin, and if they don't like it, they just don't buy it again. I love that, though, because I think sometimes 
when things are simple, it, it just yeah. comes across and exactly what you said in a way it kind of helped the brand. Definitely. The thing that's interesting to me is that you took a, sh- a drink of gin and initially didn't like the taste. A lot of people, I think, at that point would avoid contact with gin, yeah. but your mind went, I'm going to create a, yeah. better, a better taste in gin. I remember back to the guy who told me I was at a funeral and it was an old boy and he just went, the best drink in the world is gin and tonic. Um, but I knew... There's obviously back ago everyone drank gin and tonic, and mm. it was called Mother's Ruin and all that. Like, and yeah. it's nothing to do with that. But it was um, you, as you start then looking into bringing out a brand, you obviously compare yourself to a vodka, and, mm-hmm. and then you looked at like all the flavoured vodkas come through, and then you start seeing like pink gins coming mm. in. Yeah. And then I thought, if I can make a gin and tonic taste the way I like it which I'm a very soft sort of alcohol drink, you know, like a, gin, a straight gin and tonic then I didn't like. No. Mm-hmm. What I quickly found out, it was the tonic. Because mm-hmm. the tonic's the bitterness and stuff like that. Um, but then I worked with Fever Tree Tonics. Mm. So they brought out a Mediterranean tonic and it's, it's a lot, uh, it's got less quinine in, which has got less of that bite. So yeah. it's, then when you're drinking a gin and tonic, the little finger can come out. <laughs> <laughs> didn't my um, Fever Tree was the one, and I might be wrong here, that did that campaign that said 75% of your drink is going to be yeah. Fever Tree, make sure, like tonic, Correct. make sure it's good, yeah. which I thought was so spot on. Because, like, you know, when I've had like vodka with lemonade and cordial, if I'm going around to a house party with my friends, I sound like a snob here, but if they go, if we go into a shop and they go for the cheap lemonade, I'm going, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the sake of an extra yeah. like 50p or something, get the good stuff because it'll help the ha- hangover. I always think anyway, if well, you're going to have a good vodka, get a good mixer. So you put a 30 quid vodka yeah. with a pound lemonade. I'm like, mm, yeah. no. I, I completely get that. I've been to my mum, she's going to scream about this. <laughs> <laughs> she's got this shit tonic warm. <laughs> it's ginting though, and I don't care. That's too fat. I yeah. We but, drink it still. <laughs> so your one, your flavours here, you've got passion fruit, mango and elderflower. Yeah, so that, that there, Ooh. it was um, a perfect sort of, felt tropical. Yeah. Um, the flavours there entice a lot of people into it. Yeah. Uh, also included in them is ginger and grapefruit, because ginger's nice. I don't know if you've ever tried gin and ginger. No. Yeah. That, that's nice. Obviously gin and ginger ale. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a great drink. Um yeah, so it, it was really keeping that sort of premium feel. The bottle, as I say, uh, it's all it's all about me. It's, uh, Tell us more about the bottle. Yeah, so you're on it. <laughs> yeah, so we've got um, obviously the logos to the front, which was just standard mm-hmm. um, to ginting, but the back, yeah, that's um, that's an image of me paddleboarding. I've got a house down in Cornwall, and it's the River Gannel that goes out to the sea. Wow. And it was just a cool photo that works with the bottle. It absolutely works, yeah. But it actually blends now into my brand sort of ethos or yeah. with it. And um, we, we've turned it around now that, you know, it's it's life's too short in my art, you know, and you just got to crack on, do your stuff. And if you fail, no, watch, brush yourself off, mm-hmm. we go again. But you've got to realise if you're flogging a dead horse... No, stop. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got to admit defeat sometimes. But this image now, we're, we're saying, you know, head for the horizon that you like the look of mm-hmm. rather than the one you know too well because you'll always do your nine to five and do that same thing. Yeah. Whereas this is like, just try it. Obviously, natural progression. Um, yeah. the, the, the big shock that happened, first of all, with ginting was 
we so launched in the May, and then in the September, I had Witherspoon's wholesaler contact me. I thought it was my mates pissing around, <laughs> and uh, it was like, "Can you send samples into Witherspoon's? No problem." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I ha- and within, I think it was like four or five weeks, I'm standing at Watford. Weatherspoon's head office. Yeah. Now I was in Cornwall, and all I have down there, dressed like a tramp. All I've got is ginting t-shirts, shorts, yeah. and flip flops. And um, they're like, "Right, can you come tomorrow?" And I'm like, "But I've got nothing with me. I had to go and do it." So anyway, next morning now I'm standing in Watford. I've got all the big boys, cool. Tanqueray, I don't know whoever, Jim Brands there, shirt and collars, you know, yeah. quite. And I'm standing there, shorts and flip flops, <laughs> a box of strawberries. <laughs> And some gin, and I'm like, went through it. Do you want to try? It? And I kept apologising to the main buyer, the head buyer there, and I was like, you know, I'm, I looks rubbish. You know, I've got my pull up banner, and that was it. And she was like, we love it. You know, the whole, Aww. I think, it, like I say, the whole ethos. It, yeah, he's rub- following through with the lay back, like it's no happening. pressure to sell yeah. it. You know, it was like, oh, I hope you like it. Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, I'm not offended if you don't, and all the rest of it. But um, and then. Come to Christmas around the twentieth of that uh, December that year, and um, I'm on the phone with the head buyers, and they're like, "We've got a, a festival coming up in February, which is Valentine's Day. Gin, they do a gin festival. It's like forty or fifty gins in there, and it's a two week thing. And obviously, we're talking about pricing. Uh, and I was at my other business. I remember it vividly. And he's like, he says, obviously, we're we're trying to get the right commercial so it can go in. Um, and I was like, yeah, but it, so it's just going to be in for two weeks. I've got to make like three or four thousand bottles, which was huge for me yeah. from making 600. He went, oh, uh, I forgot to tell you. And I was like, well, when it's a full estate listing, so it's like 850 plus pubs uh, on the menu for the rest of the year. And I'm oh like, my yeah, God. jaw dropped. And I'm like, shit, why didn't you say that? <laughs> you know, at least I would have, you know, and. Um, We'd, we'd done the deal. We stayed on the phone till we'd done the deal. Cut put the phone down. I couldn't stop jumping up and down. Yeah. Uh, a quick question for someone who might not have tried it. What would you describe the drinking experience is for someone who's going to taste a gin ting for the first time or a rum ting? Yeah. Is that... We should try them. <laughs> yeah, um... we can. Yes, let's. let's what time I mean, is it? It's 11 a.m. Yeah, it's 12 um, o'clock somewhere. It's 12 o'clock somewhere and I am down. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, down? I'm down. I'll have okay. a little gin. We can start cool. with the gin. I mean... Well, so um, Ben can't have rum because it's... Um... What does it do to you? Basically, <laughs> and I do have to go into this because it won't... So, and it ain't going to be a long story one Christmas party it was about four or five years ago it was the first time I'd ever tried rum mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I was just expecting a pleasant experience like with any alcoholic beverage the second I drank this rum I mean I, I can't even really put it contextualize it but it was just like a tingling all in my face hot as hell and um, a numbness <laughs> and I was just walking around this bar absolutely pissed was, you, was you dancing? shouting who gave me rum? <laughs> <laughs> and when we got back to work everyone was just quoting it and since oh, really? then I've tried it in a couple of cocktails and it's really bizarre it's like the second oh. I, it's yeah. not even like five or ten minutes after straight away it's weird but so I, that I, I want to see it though. we'll have gin I'll, I'll have a gin yeah. so we'll do gin. rum as well alright cool we'll gin and tonic yeah. Gin and an elderflower tonic, you know, it's mm. all it all works. It goes yeah. great in cocktails and stuff. I think last time I had this, I had it with the fever tree elderflower. 
Yeah. And it was lovely. Yeah. yeah. And my mum was like throwing all the little bits in it because she's got a little cupboard all with the, all the bits. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get into it. I'm, yeah. I am excited to try Me this. Too. I'm not even going to lie. No. I've got it. So uh, th- this is quite funny. So uh, with a spoon, you can actually send drinks to people. So we've got someone in the office that will, that whenever they go to weather spoons, they always put it on the story, like, send, send me your best, which is hilarious um, because you can just send shots, you can yeah. send chips and beans. He, he does it because it's funny. So, like, he'll be there with his mates and he'd, he'll put it up saying, send us your worst, and everyone will send shots and everything bad. And then I've been on the app to send him, like, all kinds of nonsense. Um, and I'll send Jinting and Runting there, and I'm like, oh, I'll send him them. And, and then I'll send him some beans randomly, and then I'll send him, like, <laughs> a cocktail picture or something stupid. But, yeah, it's a good little yeah, it's thing a wild, they've It's got a wild there. game, isn't it? And you have yeah. to drink that, no matter what gets sent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I say for free as well. Guys, yeah, it's going to be cheers. hard cheers, to cheers. clean cheers. the glasses. But so you can smell, you'll smell all the flavours. Cheers, Jess. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, yeah. right. So you can smell it coming through. Um... I mean, this is a bit hardcore and neat. I've got a mixer here. Oh, go on then. We'll have a mixer. What so, mixer is it? You know what we'll I try... Ne- I'll have a two shot. <laughs> so it's still getting mm. smooth, like, but... Smooth. Oh, it is smooth. People drink it just with ice. I would yeah. have to, You know what? I think if you I'm, like getting really drunk. <laughs> I think I'm with you guys. You know, by no means am I a drink connoisseur, far from it, but I think anything overly sweet... Mm. Like that, yeah. I'm getting every flavour profile yeah. that I'm reading on that uh, yeah. label that you said, which I'm a massive fan of, about just going for something outside of the 9-5, is, you know, when you have that idea in that man cave, how many people also have that idea but ignore exactly. that advice? And what, what great things yeah. could be on the market? So hats off to you for actually having the conviction, because I, I think sometimes we don't appreciate like the reception an idea can get, because... If you're coming to a partner with an idea that's not even off the ground, they could turn around and be like, well, what the hell do you know about you? Yeah. There's so many um, hurdles to begin mm. with, but where, so you had that conviction of, yeah. It is, I mean, it's many times prior to launching it, you know, when you have your hangovers and you feel like, like you know, because you're going to put your ass on show, effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you're putting yourself out there to get either praised or they're yeah. going to rip into it, aren't they? Um, and it's... It is ups and downs, I've found, with the brand, and you celebrate sort of highs of that. But it, what people don't see is, like, you constantly grafting of on course, it. And, yeah. you know, you're spending your money on it. And when it's out, you don't want it... Now it's out, you don't want it to not be out. Yeah. So it's hard to keep it there as well. Yeah, and keep that momentum going. Yeah. And us being in, like, that flooded market. I remember coming back from a, a website meeting about it. And we went to Witherspoons, and I was like, God, I'd love to be behind that bar. Yeah. Took a photo of it, and there was like 10, 15, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 10 or 15 gins there, and I was like... But it happened, and so something about this worked and has come through these 3,000 distilleries and got yeah. there, you know, and... Um, do you and your missus ever have, like... I guess this is a bit of a personal question, but have you ever had that, like sit down and be like, I did it, man. Not not to blow your own Told home, you so. No, no. But, no, we've, um, we feel very like, uh, when we see things that's happened over the time, or when we've, say, gone to Witherspoons or other restaurants, hotels that we're in, and you hear people order it. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Go on, girl. And it's interesting, because just going back quickly to what you said about, you know, you, you was a sparky, you've had this idea, you've run with it, it's going amazingly well. 
the guys from AU, like they're all young lads. I mean, Charlie yeah. Slough is fantastic at what he does. He's the team behind him, incredible. We've had the pleasure of working with them a few times on different campaigns and I love going to see them because they are all so young. Yeah. I mean, the one guy is just like, yeah, everyone in the head office is like under 30. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. And like, I think you've said to me before, like, you know, you speak to him and you yeah, say, you know, what would you do before this? And Yeah, there like, are various different jobs and yeah. it's like... It, but then again, they've done it as well. They've done, yeah. the, but a lot huger scale. Obviously, Charlie Slough's uh, part of it. There, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just great exposure, and the brand's cool. It yeah. were, I, I think the brand there was this timing thing. We hit lockdown, um, and all you could buy was safe from convenience and stuff like. That. It was perfect. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. drink, and you don't mind because you're not drinking out or eating out. Yeah. Buying a more expensive bottle to sit at home with. Yeah, and that was the challenges we faced with that. Really, it's like well, everything where I sell is on trade in pubs and restaurants. And it stops, yeah. but like I said to you just before, then I don't employ anyone, so we just stop. Yeah, don't make no difference to our world. I just end up doing stupid TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> you got more time, so uh, you're getting roped into doing TikToks. My missus and kids are like, no, don't, <laughs> don't put it so it's public. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm doing it. I've done one. I put a bottle of gin on my head. Yeah. And I spit the gin out of me, mate. So I'm like, it's like 600,000 views. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like 10 likes. <laughs> People all share it, go, what is he doing? Yeah. I, don't, I remember doing um, through lockdown, because we had a. I enjoyed lockdown. I don't know yeah. about you guys. It was I loved red art, wasn't it? And yeah. So it gets on to reset and start thinking about stuff. And we, uh, we was doing, a, I don't know, an Easter egg. Ginting, so I was made a gin and tonic in an Easter egg. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> Sunny, people liked it, and we just done some online sales from the back of it. But yeah. the AU side of it, that that's what escalated. I think that was huge off trade. And then now, yeah. what my other business iconic does is we we brand develop on trade. So the listings, for instance, in Witherspoons or Marston's or Green King, you don't just get listed and that's it. You know, yeah. you've got to develop the the uh, the accounts and stuff, managing yeah. the account, and hopefully we're helping the boys out there with it. Because um. there's a lot that goes into that as well, isn't there? Yeah. I remember we used to work at an agency and we would do stuff with um, uh, drink brands that wanted to do more yeah. off-trade and on-trade marketing strategies, and they're so different. People oh, don't realise yeah, yeah, that, you know, you, you go into that environment of a pub yeah. and you're hit with all these different things. It's like, you know... it's where it's placed, there might be advertising inside the pubs, yeah. there might be beer mats, and there might be all these things. It's that, that are, point of sale, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that are making you think, I'm going to go for that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. and there's so many, that people do not realise how many I thought think, processes go yeah. into going into a bar and making that decision of, yeah. I want that. And so, some bars, like uh, Witherspoons, won't have any point of sale, so you just go on the menu, yeah, and then they'll decide what goes out there. I've offered, like, to put bar runners in and stuff. Yeah. But I think someone told me um, it was Red Bull that they try and uh, enforce that you see the words or the logo Red Bull <coughs> yeah. five times before you get to the bar. Wow. So it might be on the door handle, yeah. then a sticker, then a bar on it, then a fridge behind. The, and then you go, what, vodka Red Bull, you know what I mean? You just order. And that's, that's that trying to... Mm-hmm. You know, point of sale for me... It's expensive, mm-hmm. but obviously it stays. You know, like the bar runners are great because people just, they're constantly there. You can wash them and stuff. Yeah. And as you go into order a drink, you might go, oh, I'll have one of these. 
You know, yeah, yeah, because it's there, right in yeah. front of you. Because yeah. mm. it kills me. I go into the bars and I've got, let's say I've got the place down Cornwall and you go, you go in there and you'll see Jinting just tucked up in the corner. I'm fuming. Yeah. yeah. It's like, let me get, I just want to turn it around, put a light behind it. You know, people buy with their eyes, don't yeah, they? Of yeah, they you do. know, Like screaming. AU, vodka, yeah. AU. So it's also, I guess, you, you're bringing all these, like, I mean, AU aren't, will, will probably, or maybe they would class themselves an underdog still, compared, but they're not now, obviously. AU vodka yeah. at one point were an underdog. They were the new one <clears> coming through and yeah. now they're absolutely smashing it. Yeah. They're, you know, I think it's bigger sales than Ciroc and uh, Grey Goose, Grey Goose yeah. now. Did you see Amazing. the thing the other day? Yeah, yeah wow. which is uh, incredible. And I guess you're, you're you're doing the same. So with Iconic, you're being a consultant to say to like the big yeah. Green Kings and Weatherspoons and say, hey, listen to this. Just 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 have a look at it. Look you know? at these underdogs yeah. there or look at these growing brands that are just doing amazing. Yeah. Take them seriously and get them in your bars. Exactly. That. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard to do that. Um, obviously, because they've got to take a punt on you, haven't they? Yeah. Um, but if you can back it up with obviously success about you, it sells itself. Oh yeah. But what I found sometimes about you is, um, so that it was well known, say in the uh, convenience side. Yeah. But you, that's one of the have you heard of AU Vodka because it's never been behind a bar or hadn't. It was more at that, at that yeah. prominent that yeah. side of it. They hadn't heard about it, whereas Ginting has come into the market and. This isn't available in like the Tesco's and the Waitrose and all them side of it yet. Yeah. Uh, so you have to establish yourself one side of the, the fence effectively. Yeah. So AU's huge there. Naturally, now it becomes a bar call. Hopefully, this grows on trade, mm-hmm. and then we can start it'll talking to op- Tesco's. It'll be the opposite yeah, way around. Yeah, yeah, it's the hardest thing that I found with, which probably you guys don't want to hear, is marketing, because yeah. you put money into it. And you've got to wait and see, is that the right one to do? You know, mm-hmm. I sponsor... So all my my marketing sort of experience stops at Facebook and Instagram. I sponsor a post. That was Chris Dunn. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, oh, I should get loads of sales. But yeah, that worked, I think, through lockdown because everyone was just sat on the phone. Yeah. You know, it's different now, isn't it? Of course. Yeah, people are out and about. And they're yeah. not, like, I find that Facebook, I mean, I don't really log on to oh, it now. No, no, I've come all. off Facebook. Oh, and yeah, even LinkedIn well. now, I'm like, not I as don't much. care whether you're eating a steak yeah. in Birmingham. <laughs> and Facebook had this thing, right? <clears throat> and I think a lot of social media platforms go through this. LinkedIn a little bit lately, I feel like where it has sort of an identity crisis, where it's like to begin with, it's this fresh, new, exciting site. Yeah. And then as time goes on, it literally doesn't know what it is anymore. And I'm not saying that to talk down LinkedIn, but some of the LinkedIn posts I see, I think this isn't business this should related. Be on Facebook. And I'd see a lot of people commenting, <laughs> of and whenever I see that, I think it's a bit of a dangerous sign for a social media platform. It can't lose its identity. No, no, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of them do, don't they? £10,000 now to spend on any form of advertising you wish. What are you going for? It can be a combination, or where's <sighs> that 10000 being spent? The majority of it, or however we want to. Yeah, I think for me, it, it opened my eyes last year with meeting you guys. Uh, definitely, Jess was my first contact. Um, I I'd won probably six months before, and it cost me about fifteen grand in total. Once I've done it, I won a Sky TV advert. So we put an advert together. I didn't, that was expensive. I didn't realise how much. I thought we'd just do a TikTok or something. Yeah, it? You want to see the prices of it now? T- oh, TV prices are going right up. Yeah, but it's but. like, I loved it. I mean, I actually employed, uh, 
you know when you give people a chance not give them a chance but yeah. they're, they're doing what I've done with ginting uh, my daughter recommended me this girl on TikTok and she'd just done a Copperberg one for her uni yeah. we contacted her and she'd done a, a great TV advert for uh, ginting and then when it goes through the production side of it that costs loads and yeah. getting it ready for Sky and we'd done that and um, I did see a spike with um, excuse me with uh, like website hits and traction likes on Instagram and Facebook, it did it did move well, um, but it was sort of targeted to certain times of the day. And I think with TV, I know I do fast forward. Mm-hmm. I don't sit there and watch the ads. Do you know no. what I mean? And yeah. if I can skip on YouTube, well. that sort of thing. But I done a campaign with the billboards last uh, it was December, wasn't it? Going yeah. into Christmas, we done national. Huge. Look how Jess's face lights up. I like, the you know what? Because I was just picturing it. So oh, yeah, I do like <laughs> anyone mentioned billboards. I'm like, hey. no, we did um we did a billboard cam- campaign last year, Thanks. and it was around the time of Black Friday. We ran two campaigns back to back. So there was a Black Friday offer, um, and then there was like in the run up to Christmas because the perfect Christmas gifts. Come on, mm-hmm. I think yeah, my mum and all the mates got some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did the two Listen. campaigns. And uh, the best thing about the campaigns, I thought, was they were so... Whoever designed all the stuff knew what they were doing in terms of, like, billboard advertising because you had the bottle and you didn't have much text and it was that colour. And that colour in the dark during winter looked incredible. It really stood out and it just made it look like, whoa, that's a really cool Uh, looking brand. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, you put it in the ball ring as well, didn't you? Yeah, we put it in the ball ring, which, you know, I think... I'm a bit... I think we had the advert. But there was was quite... There's a few million people that passed through the ball ball ring, like, during December. Um, Don't quote me on this because I've had a drink. um, (laughs) 3.2 million. Is it? All right. Is that really? We should do like a little pop quiz. Yeah. Yeah, but that's average. Mm. So it'll be more in December. Of course, Christmas shopping and all that. Yeah, come on. Still Um, not too shopping. Stats. Stats. (laughs) We'll do a pop quiz before Christmas. That's what you should do. Um, So, yeah, it, it just looked fab. Inside, I remember yeah. the day it happened. Like you, you messaged me, just yeah. being like, "The website's doubled the hits and yeah. all this stuff." Oh, and I was like, ah. it, it "Honestly, when yeah. I mean, we had the initial spikes over the sky thing, but this was like, yeah." And um, yeah, so obviously our sales just went straight to Amazon, and yeah. they'll fulfil it and stuff like that. But um, I am going to blow smoke up my ass because when I seen, I think the one. Is it by the Birmingham Uni somewhere? It's a huge one. And it's like yeah. on a tripod like this. Yeah. And it was, like you said, all it was just was a bottle of ginseng. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, yeah. could not believe it. I said yeah. to the missus, we pulled over on WL. I'm standing in front of a billboard like this, trying to hold my breath in. <laughs> <laughs> and she's taking photos of me. But that was like a bit of a... a pinch me moment. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's yeah. a good thing about billboards as well because you, like with the TV, go back to the TV, you probably would have to sit there all day hoping for the best that you're going to see it on yeah, the sky yeah. demand. And it, don't get me wrong, you know, you, you saw an increase and it is good. And I, I, I don't diss TV at all. I think it can work for certain brands like really well. But with billboards, you can literally go down there, you can get your photo and it's that pinch me oh, moment of instant like... Instant impact. Oh my God, I'm actually like, you know, you've been yeah. doing it for years, but... This is a big thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> One of the billboards, this is all over the place. It and was, I mean, I remember driving back from Brum to, like, Spaghetti Junction. Yeah. Huge one there. It was raining. 
and the whole road was purple. Yeah, with the because gl- of the-, the glisten off the thing onto the water. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, huge, and um, we extended it. I think we done well. We done more over the country. Yeah. Um, website sales just went crazy on it, and yeah. so to answer your question. I'd go yeah, straight into that. But probably that ain't enough because I'd want to do more and more and more, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, there's a lot of guests who we, we've spoken to and we're finding out, aren't we, that yeah. they often choose a combination. So some will say, you know, we'd use a portion for billboards and then mm-hmm. a portion for mm-hmm. social media. And it, it, it seems depends on the uh, category as well, doesn't it? Mm, so, yeah. like, we find that, you know, sort of music artists or uh, music-led companies... They love billboards. They yeah. love billboards, yeah, because it's good content for them. But then they'll also make sure that they're putting money into social media yeah. or Spotify or, or It's YouTube. that consistent everywhere, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's knowing yeah. what works for your, for your category. I think with, with that, I'd go straight into billboards, obviously, for that impact. You know, you're not expecting to see it. It comes up, bang, you see it, great. Yeah. Um, but then to support that, I'd probably just put a promotion on Amazon. Yeah. So when they go, it's available on Amazon, they're banging, it's like five quid off. Yeah. And it just pushes that sale more. It makes sense, doesn't it? And also I think it's good for a brand that's trying to get into the the on-trade, off-trade, all these different channels, for you to then be able to go to the likes of Tesco now, go to Green King, go to all these other places, you find that like the perceptions are a lot different because you can go, listen, we've done this. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, big thing we've, we've, Ginting now is well the hardest thing as I say when we first started off was getting people to know the name and stuff like that and when I used to phone people up of an evening and try mm. and get it in and what what gin what yeah gym ting <laughs> and um, yeah so now when I with all this three or four years of doing it and being consistently pushing 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 when I do phone up people or present it into tenders like for nationals and so oh I recognise that yeah or I've seen that you know and that that's half the battle. Because mm-hmm. you're not introducing like something that they've never seen, or yeah. It hasn't got no track record behind it. So um, the the next thing really with this is um, I've been spending a lot of money on a bit of IP for the brand. So we've Oprah. just got the Europe trademarks for both Ginting and Romting, and now the US. The US come through just recently. There's a bar somewhere in America. Oh, I'm glad you think of that because I was thinking of that and it's like such a, a sick idea not necessarily that you know I'm not selling this to you right now but I did just think wow that is pretty cool so there's mm. an advertisement spot isn't there what yeah. location was it or should we be vague with the no location? we can be no we can tell it because I'm sure our supplier will think yes go on um so obviously you know I've been to New York a few times this year I oh, never said yeah <laughs> never posted about it like no. for about three weeks straight um so yeah we've got a supplier over there that um it, Madison Square Gardens they've got screens all over the outside and then opposite Madison Square Gardens there's the train station and inside there's this new amazing bar bar. it's awesome and there's opportunities for like new brands that want to advertise in there to like do do stuff there basically Um, but yeah when I last went out there they showed me around and it is really really cool it's like right in the mix of it all the best thing that I thought about it was not only do you get to go on the advertisement screen in that location, you get stocked in the bar as well. Yeah, because you, like you, you want that, don't you? Course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If somebody's looking at an advert right near that bar, like the yeah. Red Bull thing that we touched mm. on earlier, I just thought that was pretty cool. As like, it, it seems to me like there's 
there's more options now. And I yeah. see it with you, Daddy. I know I've mentioned it to you before. It's very rarely, oh, let me just give you this advert. There are other things that come It leads, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And inside the Cardiff Fan Zone, we took this brand new product that we're offering, which is this mega trailer outside the Fan Zone, playing a Paddy Power ad in front of all the Welsh fans saying, come on, Wales. Yeah, and they all loved it. They were all cheering and everything like that. But, like, we're speaking to the guys that own the Fan Zone, and obviously they've got screens inside. They loved everything that we were doing, and... It was like, you know, there's so much opportunity here where you've got, like, this big audience. You've got, like, 2,000 people going into your arena to all these different events. Like, hey, we we need to... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Like, what else can we do? Like, and, and, you know, the beauty of... This is what we mentioned earlier. The beauty about doing this podcast is that, like, I really hope there's people that will see this and see you and go, God, we should work together or there's some stuff that we can do and you know I hope there's some people that know me that might want to get on the phone and go intro me to him yeah yeah because this is well you have already yeah met someone (laughs) we we did that wireless thing didn't we that was huge stand next to Artful Dodger (laughs) (laughs) I was like come over here you two mate you you need to you've got some stuff to discuss because you've got a bar down in Paul so yeah you need to get stopped in there if you haven't already I'll give him a nudge Um, did they play that advert after the night Minutes, I have to ask. Which one? The, the Paddy Power one. No, it was all before. It was all before that's fun. Oh, right. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. Bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's no, cool. It was good. It was really good fun. Um, yeah, all the fans loved it. I had to, so I've got like the Welsh hat and everything. They weren't allowed England shirts inside. It was just really? all for Welsh fans. So have my little Welsh hat on. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. absolute traitor. <laughs> Some Paddy Power lucky pants that I got from the Paddy Power Festival in Ireland. So I'm stood there with this Welsh hat on, a big high vis, and um, I was saying to all these like you know drunken lads outside queuing. I was like, who wants some Paddy Power lucky pants? <laughs> and they're all like, give them here. And then they're putting them on, getting photos. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. But I just thought, this is this is nuts. You know what? Sitting here, right, and what we all watch a lot of podcasts and a lot of content these days, you touching on saying that, you know, gin tingle, rum ting probably goes around your head a thousand times. I sit next to, honestly, I, I, said, to, yeah. I said to Jess the other week, have you ever watched Mad Men? Uh, I don't know if you have or not. To keep it very brief, they were an advertising agency, but all they ever did was come up with the ideas for campaigns. Nothing more, nothing less. They didn't have any uh, interaction with what billboards you went on. And I was sitting next to Jess, and I'm like, hang on a minute. We're coming up with ideas for these campaigns, and that's what I mean. I think the reason I say that, because it might not sound linked, I think anyone to be good at their craft and to excel, yeah. you, ha- you have to be obsessed with it. Well, yeah. And you, uh, you rub off as well, you see. So the excitement that you put behind this brand, yeah. I'm like, yeah, go do it. You know, because you're confident with the results. Yeah, definitely. And it's like... Uh, I, we, I knew we, it would drop with that artwork when you sent it me over. Yeah. I was like, this is going to look cool. Well, I sent you all the stuff I had, and... It was literally passing the book because I didn't want to suggest anything, leave you to sort it out how you wanted it. And yeah, yeah, you smashed it. And thank you. What I'm liking at the moment, like I was speaking uh, before, we we're doing different tenders and say one might be, I don't know, 100 forecourt garages. Yeah. And these digivans. Yeah. I've said to them, I said, you know, on certain sites, you know, we could look at putting one out. You know, that same thing of ginting sold there, you know, yeah. and, yeah, and yeah. that's what you need. And, yeah. um, Again, it's it's something that comes up, crops up in front of you. You see it, 
and hopefully you get that impulse buy from it yeah. as well yeah. and then hopefully you like it and buy it again sort of thing they're great for directional campaigns yeah. but what we find like with so Digivans are always good for that kind of stuff but when it's like brands that want to get listed in different places what we're seeing a lot now is like fast moving consumer good brands so like FMCG always get it mixed up um, but they're like coming to us saying right we want a campaign that's going to be impress Sainsbury's mm. I'm like really and like yeah we want something to walk into that meeting to go yeah. we're a serious biscuit bar or whatever it is yeah. um, we're going to go on billboards I'm like cool yeah, I'll do it. that for yeah, you yeah. if that's what you need so because um, as well it's like huge. when it's a new brand starting and you have got limited budget like there's always a campaign for you yeah. you've got to be you've got to know what it is that like is needed for the brief, and that that's I think speaking to people like you is is you can suggest it and you'll know. Oh, we'll take it down this route first. Yeah, and then when that proves itself, we can move to the next level mm. and build and build and build on it. Yeah, and I, this is what I've learned because I've always marketing. Uh, it's always been challenging for me to spend money and not see it. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, being honest, that's, it's true. It's yeah, you know, especially yeah. when you know. Every penny counts as a growing brand. It's a speculative spend, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But when you're starting off and, you know, if I had 20 grand now, I'd buy £20,000 worth more of gin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And have more stock, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if if you didn't have marketing budgets effectively, do you know what I mean? That money is for that. But um, I, I do massively agree in it that, you know, only from proof of doing that with you last yeah. year is that... Put it on, it works, you get the sales, it covers itself. Well, yeah. it covers itself more, yeah, you know, yeah, and then yeah. we go again sort of thing. So, then, <laughs> Same with saying that I use success, just quickly because I'm going off on a tangent. How much do you think their success has been to the pure gold design battle and the short name? Do, does that play a part, both of I you guys? I think that's cool in respect to, obviously, AU is gold, isn't it? And, yeah. Um, but I think the thing that's keeping them current is introducing new flavours. Mm-hmm. You know, it's constant, refreshing the brand all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's nine and some. I've tried every single one of them. Uh, they get you drunk. I give you them. Oh yeah, them it works. That. They're brilliant. They... Uh, one thing that I thought was really good with AU Vodka, they knew that every flavour launch that they did, they did it with like a, a person of interest, or yeah. whether it be a music artist or whatever. Marketing's on point with all of them. Yeah. Every, everything they do. I mean, they brought out the Christmas crackers the other day. Have you seen those? No, no. They've got like mini vodkas in crackers. And I'm oh like, really? Oh, they're cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, going back to the brand name, my friend. <laughs> cousin because I, I got a load of vodka um recently i don't mean i love the guys that much that so when they did a campaign for us i was like yeah i'll have some i know like fun. got loads so i took it around to my i've only this, got these two bottles <laughs> yeah but this is the <laughs> she's all we need i feel steamy <laughs> she's buttering well, i feel like she's coming back no no no, no. <laughs> But with AU, so this is lockdown times, and this was family, to be fair. So I'd gone around to my uh, cousins for um, a lockdown party, and we were all drinking the AU, and stopped steaming. But they couldn't pronounce it. I was like, it's AU vodka. And they're like, no, it's not. It's ooh. And yeah, I was like, yeah. it's not. It's AU. So we're having this, like, argument, and they're going, AU, like this. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's AU, but, yeah. It's, it is. What they do with their marketing, which is good, which you picked up on um 
you know, if you don't say what Jintin goes with, they, they always do their Martin with a, with a perfect serve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they'll show it with something. Yeah. Um, because I, it must be frustrating. You've worked so hard yeah. to craft that flavour together. And if someone puts it, it's like, no, yeah. that's not how it was intended, Correct. you know. So well, I took four bottles of IU round to, this was another house party during, after lockdown. Listen to my Hancock here. <laughs> You had a hot girl <laughs> summer, did you, during lockdown? Oh, this is so bad. Okay, so I went to my friends just after lockdown and I took four bottles of vodka, IU vodka, and they're all different flavours. And we got, like, good lemonade, obviously. I don't go... T- Schwaps. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Schwaps. Oh, yeah, I got the good stuff. And I was like, let's try all of them. Which, at the time, you think, like, you're, like, wine-tasted. I don't know who we thought we were. But we, <laughs> we tried all these different flavours of IU to see which one was our favourite. But we got absolutely yeah. steaming off Been it, there. like so, yeah. so drunk. And to the point where they were like, don't talk to me again. Like, <laughs> yeah, d- don't the- come round to my house if you're going to bring any vodka. And that was the running joke, like, Jessie's not coming round if she, if she brings a, like vodka. She's not allowed round because the hangover was that bad. There's, there's a class story with us, with me and my wife, when we was brought ginseng out. Obviously, we was trying different flavours and strengths of the yeah, and I, it's a hard then, job. Oh, you know what? We was we put them on the breakfast bar. And it's like six then. Now my lad come down. Dad, I need to do the maths homework. I'm like, All right, two six. We're drinking these. We Ten a.m. or eleven. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> but we were smashed because yeah. we're like, that's nice. Oh yeah, that's even better. You get to here. Was that nice or was that nice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start again tomorrow. But the perfect. We we done. Um, so I said about we do ginseng berries, uh, yeah. strawberry, blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, all in the one. Yeah. And um, we was in my cave, and about the perfect serve this was. And I said to my, my daughter's boyfriend, "Do us a drink, mm-hmm. gin." So he's done a gin, and he's done it with coke. Oh no! I'm like oh. you knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> Drank it. Bloody lovely. What? Oh, nice. I was I'll like, have to try that. bollocks, that is. We'll put that out. <laughs> Gin and Coke, joke. Some, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would never expect that to work. Honestly. Well. I want to try the protein. Nice. What's me about Green Monkey? We were yeah, on about so, uh, Iconic's the name of the brand. Where yeah, so leading on from um, meeting different people, yep. with, you know, mixing it up with all these shows and just being in the trade, uh, Iconic come around. And then obviously... These door opening brands and challenging the buyers, uh, it's it's just just to put something good in front of them. So, working with you guys with CBD, um, we've got Green Monkey coming through, and I've just crushed that can. But <laughs> the uh, so CBD drinks are huge. Um, and this is, am I right in saying that Green Monkey is the biggest CBD drink in the UK, or is it bigger than that now? Yeah, it's. I mean, I know over. Canada-wise, they're yeah. smashing it. They've got, I think they can put THC in it. So it could be in the world. I might... Stoned while you're drinking. <laughs> yeah. That's it, yeah. You know, all that sort of thing. And is that called Delta 8? There's a, yeah, there's Delta oh, is 8. That not there is quite. Delta 8 coming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, we, we, I've, I've tried it before and it's like, stoned? Is it super strong? I've, I've tried it and I felt stoned. I mean... Yeah, I've done it in a vape yeah. uh, when I was in America. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember saying, because I, I vape CBD, just mm-hmm. just level the mind and all that, yeah. and, uh, whatever. And um, we was in uh, New York with the missus and kids, and we went to like a liquor store thing, and then all their sallies. So, marijuana and that, like, is huge. So it's le- in legal states. Yeah. So it was in New York. Yeah. And they've got 
these vape things, which has got THC in as well. And Strong I went, as hell. Yeah, and I'm like, mate, I says, I'm with my missus and kids. I don't want to be stoned. I just mm-hmm. want to sit. He says, I've got this one. He's got like tiniest bit of THC. I went, okay, put it in my thing. And he's like, have a couple of puffs, make sure it works. Stoned. Yeah. yeah. Back to the hotel, I'm like, order the food. It's just gone crazy over there. But yeah. they seem to have accepted it quickly. And CBD in the UK... He's moving quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of other brands out there, which have been door openers as well mm-hmm. for Green Monk. Green Monk has been in, mm-hmm. and it drifted for a bit because it went to Canada, and then now we're launching it. It's coming back out like stock landed yesterday. Green Monk, it's, and as I say, we um, gin and green. Yeah. So hopefully, when you put that on the billboard, this will be next to it with yeah. a glass in the middle. Yeah. Look <laughs> you know, it's, it's nice. a perfect serve, but I say that the... The benefits from CBD, I find, unless it's a placebo, but I do find it mind levelling or whatever it is, fresh, yeah. you know, you just yeah. feel fresh and, but uh-huh. obviously none of, there's no like, you don't feel psychoactive, you, know, you can still drive and stuff oh, like yeah, that, yeah. you know. It's a weird, like, when when I had it, I remember thinking, feeling like really relaxed and nice, mm. but not like, you know, yeah. oh, I can't drive, I can't do anything, I was still very, like. It's huge, like, it's, when you've got anxiety, um, like, I don't know, when you're feeling hungover in the morning. You're like, did I do that? Yeah. Oh shit! I the dread is coming yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, send him that photo. You know, <laughs> you know, like, shit. We've all been there. No, <laughs> but it's it's. I find that um, it's it's an effect that you. So you'd have a can of CBD drink, and it's not like oh, I feel fresh. Yeah. You forget how you was feeling before. Before, yeah. So it's a gradual thing. So sort of I like. think. The, I, I think the thing CBD only has on THC, without getting too technical, then you'll know this yourself, THC has a negative impact on rapid eye movement sleep. Yeah. So you're actually having a bit of a... De- no, nothing major, but with CBD, you just get the complete relaxation oh, yeah. without side effects. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's why it will grow Huge in popularity. Benefits. My yeah. friend... Um, oh, gosh. Sorry. He, he makes uh, all like muscle rubs mm-hmm. with CBD in mm-hmm. and um, it's huge like, it's good for like inflammation that's a great thing like if, yeah, you know yeah. he's bringing out a cream for like say a plasterer you'd have yeah. bad shoulder you'd yeah, put the CBD yeah. cream into oh, it it's cool. all natural stuff you see yeah. I think um, going back to the iconic model is with this it's another brand that just sits on the shelf with this 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 AU yeah. it you looks know. like it belongs there yeah. it does and without repeating yeah. myself but it, it it does. Yeah. And again, it's, it's going back to the underdog story. It's like come out of nowhere. It's a UK brand. It's yeah. now over in the uh, US and Canada. Yeah. And like, and yeah, it's got... Ready rigid, to go. Yeah. Stockland, I'll say, Stocklanded yesterday. We're setting it all up with you guys. It's yeah. all... It's going to be everywhere on the billboards. Mm-hmm. Um, One to watch. All you're going to see is Green Monkey, but mm-hmm. the, the consumer now is open to this. Yeah. They're educated in it, you know, and they understand... Yeah, I think when it first launched, which was a few years back, yeah. it was still like, oh, yeah, great yeah. idea, but mm. but now it's like, you know, you go into New York, um, obviously I've been three times this year, <laughs> keep going on about it, um, but he, you smell it more, <laughs> like it's now oh, legal, God, yeah, so yeah. it's like, when Huge. I went back in April, it yeah. wasn't a thing, I went in September, and I thought, yeah. God, street corner, God what, damn, yeah. smoking that 1010, baby. <laughs> I'm going to break this up. It should be legal. <laughs> no, it but it's really true. I mean, but also... <laughs> You're 
Raven wearing a green shirt. We, yeah. were, we were destined to get on this topic. I mean, it, it was for Christmas. It wasn't for. <laughs> it wasn't for that. But, but it's true. Yeah, it's it's, it's um, if if you can say, I've said the deltrate version of it and the THC. But remember, if you're moving away from smoking, you're getting that same effect from a drink. Yeah. yeah. And obviously less harmful, harmful to you, isn't it? At the same for your time. lungs, for sure, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> with, with this, you know, presenting it to the on-trade, is, one is to say you cover the non-elk sort of version of your night out. You can just have yeah. a drink and drive. Um, but then we can show it as a mixer. You know, imagine that, you know, you see knobheads, they have a drink and they just want to smash the place. Oh. Hopefully, yeah. if it, just imagine if it just took the edge off that. Yeah. And it chilled them out at the same time. It'd be yeah. a bit nice. Yeah. yeah. The world would be a better place. Of course, of course. <laughs> so we've hypothetically given you £10,000. Now we're going to hypothetically give you the chance to time travel. If, where do you see ginting and rumting being in the next five years? I know that's a difficult question, but what's your vision? Where I'd like it to be, yeah. yeah. I mean, Touchwood, it continues to grow the way it's grown in, in the UK. Retain the listings that we've got, get more you know, uh, nationals and stuff. I'd love it to see it on a supermarket shelf. Yeah. Watch the Stephen Bartlett interview with Charlie Slough. He said one thing, and as a dad, I loved it. And I called my missus in and she was like, you're so embarrassing. But I said, this out of everything. He said one thing in there as him. Growing up, his dad always told him that you will never reach the level of success that I have. And he said one thing, that when he had a son, he always had it in his mind that I'm never going to let you down. Yeah. And that has driven his whole persona and his work ethic. Yeah. Is there any of, of that thought process with yourself as in leaving a legacy for your children? I do have with my family. All of them are supportive. Like my mum and dad are like the best reps for ginting. Yeah. yeah. My dad no, will bore the life out of you more than I will, trust yeah. me. Um, so the support that I get, and you know, brothers, sisters, everybody mm. there, it, the support is unreal. Um, the whole idea of uh, leaving it, I, I, I think it's huge for your kids because they've actually seen the journey, you yeah. know, because mm. they was old enough. My kids are like 18 and 15 in January. And mm. so they've seen when Ginting started, they've seen what we go to and they see every holiday, say if we go to Cornwall, all aware is ginting and all talk about ginting. But I think now as they're getting older, they understand that life's hard and, you know, you don't just get it handed to you. You've got a graft. And yeah. touch wood, if it stays successful, they might look up and, uh, you, know, mm -hmm. you know, fair play, Dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, my yeah. dad and mum and dad, you know, it's... That's what, you know... But also, I think, with that ethos of the brand it might uh, encourage them to have a bash at something. Yeah. But yeah. like I've always said, you know, and when I've done um, lot sort of things, interviews and that on it before, I still refer back to, you've got to know when to stop. Yeah. yeah. You've got to know when it's not working, this isn't. And we bring it back and we see why it isn't working. Perhaps it's just not the right time. Yeah. Or it's shit. Yeah, being but, honest. But being yeah, honest yeah. Don't, don't bury yourself in it just because... Cause I never had my idea till I was 38. Mm -hmm. You might not get your idea till you're 48. Yeah. But you're going to get an idea. I hope so. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But then it just takes a bit of like hard work and the balls yeah. to yeah. like see through. Anyone who watches this episode, some key facts, man, of if you believe in something and you feel yeah. right about it, I think anyone watching this will see. Give it a go. You don't yeah. necessarily have to sacrifice your nine to five. You've said that. No, no. With the relaxed approach, it can sometimes be beneficial <clears throat> to the brand. Yeah. 
and uh, we're all about putting out a positive message. Someone yeah. can watch this who might yeah. have that voice in their head and they're blocking it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. why Why not? Like yeah, you said, life's short. Sure. And world, if they've got yeah. an idea for, about alcohol, they <laughs> need a consultant. Here's your man. Yeah. yeah. But so. it's, it's, you're right. And um, even like the shyest of people, you know, could have the best of ideas. Course. And yeah. you just got to go, just do it. Give it a go. You don't even have to be on show. Like, I don't do no sort of stuff it's all behind doors yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but you never know you know if you hit it right absolutely yeah. the one in it. I'm sure Jess will agree it's been an absolute pleasure so, it's yeah. been amazing it really has I feel very tipsy right now yeah. my cheeks feel a bit <laughs>